0: I am the bread of life, our Lord Jesus says. And it's interesting that as he's in this conversation, even this argument with the crowd that's listening to him, there is a word there that they never pick up on. And that is the word life. No matter how many times he repeats it, they pick up on other things he says and argue or question. But that one, they just miss. We are in our third Sunday out of five, working through the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John in our Gospel reading. And we remember that at the beginning of the chapter on the first Sunday, our Lord Jesus miraculously fed a crowd of 5,000 men plus women and children, starting from only five loaves and two fish, and fed them all, and they were satisfied. And the next day they came looking for him, wanting him to do it again. He began trying to lead them onward because it was a sign, a miracle in itself, but something that was meant to tell them something more about him and what he wanted to do for them, to give them something far beyond a miraculous physical meal. And so here we are as we're working through this conversation that comes about as he's trying to communicate this to them. And they're not getting the message very quickly. But We notice he says, I am the bread of life. Now there's a special teaching that he's headed towards. But I don't want to rush to it too quickly. We'll be able to focus on that next Sunday. Before we get to that special way in which he feeds us as the bread of life, we can start by taking it more generally. Because he wants to engender faith within us that will then open us to this unusual but amazing way that he's going to feed us. First, he wants to teach us more generally who he is and what he wants to give to us. We hear him say at different times. You will have life because of me. You will live forever. Whoever comes to me will never hunger. Whoever comes to me will never thirst. What is this life that he wants to give to us when we take him in as the bread of life? We may see that there are two aspects to it. One of those aspects is quite literally eternal life. It is the gift that no one else can give. That after one day our earthly life comes to an end and we die, body and soul separated, that He will give us the gift. That on the last day, when He comes again, He will raise us. He will reunite body and soul, our bodies transformed to be glorious like His own risen body, no longer able to suffer. Beautiful and strong and glorious and living in the new heavens and the new earth. So close to God and with no more suffering, no more pain. But perfect, unbelievable fulfillment. This, first of all, is what he offers to us as the bread of life. And what a gift it is. What it will be to experience that life that he offers. The other aspect is that we don't have to wait till he comes again. That will be the fulfillment, that will be the perfection of that life. But in a partial way, this life begins now. Right now, he offers us the life that we need. What would be the life that we need now? We saw in our first reading Elijah in the midst of a long journey and he needed food physically for the journey, but he needed something else. He needed encouragement. He needed inner strength. That's the kind of life that he needed. Or we heard in the psalm how the psalmist was seeking joy, freedom from fear, freedom from distress. That's the kind of life he needed. And if we think about what might be part of this concept of life that we're all seeking right now. You might say that it would include being satisfied, having purpose and meaning, being whole and healed of suffering, being free, having the ability to do the things we need to do, having the energy to do it, having within us joy, hope, peace and thriving. That would be the opposite of being empty, wounded, shackled, drained, tormented, exploited. That's what we don't want. And yet sometimes we experience it, don't we? And so we're looking. We're looking for this fullness of life that we can live right now. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. We know he's not the only voice promising that, is he? Every commercial we ever hear is in some way telling us, you know, that life you want, or well, you can get it if you buy our products. Every philosophy, every teaching, every political leader, they're all telling us, this, this is the way to get that life. Well-meaning people simply being mistaken might offer other ways. Or there's the evil one who without good intention but very much wishing to entrap us in something else will put forward deception to tell us this is the way to life and especially in his hands it's not the way at all. Let's consider a few examples of that. We know that there are those who seek Perhaps a little bit, perhaps very energetically, money, sex, and power. Thinking to themselves, if I gain that, then I will have this life that I need. And especially when we're young, we might look at someone from the outside who's pursuing that and think, wow, they're really getting it. But they aren't. They discover that that is not a way to life. But they end up empty and enslaved. They experience it. And we, with life experience, come to recognize that too. They don't have it. That isn't the way to life. Or we might think, well, to have this life, since I'm in competition with others around me, I have to look out for number one. And if anybody does anything to me, well, I'll get revenge, I'll get even. We find out that that takes us where? To where St. Paul was describing. Where we're angry, fighting people on the outside, bitter on the inside. We say, wait, that wasn't where I thought it was going to take me. I didn't find that life that I was looking for by that path. Or again, again, we might think, as our society thinks, that a certain kind of life of seeking sexual fulfillments will get us there. And that if an unplanned pregnancy should occur, that an abortion will solve it. In the news recently, we have had these undercover videos from Planned Parenthood, which give us this special moment where we see even more clearly than usual The evil one's lies exposed. As we see that down that path is not fulfillment. And not the solving of the problem. But something awful. Not only the taking of the life. But a selling of body parts for profits. Deception at every turn. And exploitation of everyone. Including the women and men who seek it out. So that women and men are left suffering. And even guilty and ashamed. And thus, down that path is shown not to be life, but a great deal of suffering and emptiness. But our Lord Jesus says, I am the bread of life. It is not in making money or sex or power gods that will give you life but in turning to me because I love you and I can give you the life that you need. And do we not see that those in religious life, monks and nuns who vow poverty, chastity, and obedience, often they're the ones with the joy, the peace, and the freedom that we want. Or We find that if we follow Jesus' direction to us to forgive, those wrongs that we have suffered, that that takes away the bitterness and gives us the wholeness and the freedom that we were seeking, not holding a grudge, but letting it go. Or again, that not only when it comes to sexual purity is Jesus' way of living the best, but that even those who are wounded by having been tricked by the evil one can come to Him Forgiveness and healing. And this does happen. It happens in things like the Project Rachel Ministry, which I help with, and I see it, and I help this healing that occurs. It is better to seek our Lord Jesus' way of life in the beginning, but even if we go down the wrong path and end up suffering, it is never too late to come back. And receive that life. What wholeness do we receive from Him? We receive it by coming to Him, by believing in Him, by listening to Him, by following His way. And if that were all, if that were all that He meant by being the bread of life, that would be amazing. not, is it? Because He tells us that He gives us Himself to eat. The Eucharist. A presence and a food that goes even beyond that. And that's where we'll go next week. So let us, with open hearts, come to the bread of life. Recognize what He offers us. Come to believe in Him. The Son of God, the living bread, come down from heaven for us. Whoever comes to Him will never hunger. Whoever believes in Him will never thirst.